Today, I'm sharing the biggest secret no one's telling you about non-toxic living, and we're talking about how not to get overwhelmed in the process. I'm sharing my final two big mindset tips today, and this is really good stuff. Welcome, non-toxic mom. Today's episode is going to help you make healthy choices, live more intentionally, and overall enjoy this amazing ride called motherhood. Let's get started. Hello, hello. I am super excited about today's episode because we're talking about one of my favorite things, and that's finding balance in non-toxic living. I strongly believe that non-toxic living is about finding and pursuing peace, and that is a huge missing piece in the puzzle. Wouldn't you agree? Today, we're talking about the mindset that you need to succeed and commit to a healthy lifestyle for the long haul, because I want you to succeed and get all of the toxic obstacles out of your way. I've been in the non-toxic living space for over 10 years, and I've been blogging about it for almost seven. And one of my biggest pet peeves, something that grates on me every single day, to be perfectly honest with you, is the way people in this community spread fear. It's almost like it is, you know, moths to a flame. People seem to love the fear and they spread it and they get excited about it. The fear is just a really big problem in the non-toxic community. It seems like anytime something new comes out, that is what people are gravitating toward. So to me, that kind of mindset, that kind of approach totally goes against the purpose of non-toxic living, which is to be non-toxic. And the last time I checked, I don't know, fear is pretty toxic, right? Wouldn't you agree? In fact, I'll go so far as to say that stressing yourself out about toxins is toxic. So let's not do that. Let's take a totally different approach, okay? So what is the opposite of fear? It depends on who you talk to. I did some Googling. I wanted a little bit of inspiration. And I came up with a few words that can reflect the opposite of fear. Confidence. Confidence that you are making good choices. Confidence that you're on the right path. Confidence that you're doing the right thing. You're doing the best you can, right? Confidence. Um, love. This to me has always been the word that has driven everything I do, right? Because as a mom, as a parent, you're not making these lifestyle choices because you want to, because you want to spend more on a wooden toy than a plastic toy, or because you want to, you know, walk uphill in this battle. No, you're, you're approaching this process. You're coming at it from a place of love, love for your family, love for the people you care about, love for the planet, love for is really a big driver and why we're doing this, why we're going after clean living, why we're making healthy lifestyle changes. So love is another word I came up with. And then understanding, understanding why you're making these changes, understanding why they matter, understanding, you know, the importance of the, the swaps you're making, understanding, you know, what you're looking at when you read a label. There's so many ways that understanding plays into this. So I think understanding was a big good word um, in my search for, you know, the opposite of fear. And then I also thought knowledge was a good one. Knowledge is a good word because we are all about empowering ourselves with information that helps us make smart decisions, right? So that knowledge, knowledge is king, right? Knowledge is what is really the driving force, what is behind all of these awakenings, all of these changes that we're all making, right? So it's knowledge. So then I stopped after that point, after I found those four words, because I realized it would make a really cool acronym. 
And I like to make things easy. I've always been a big believer in mnemonics. And so um, basically from this moment forward, we are using the term CLUCK, C-L-U-K, to remind ourselves that we're making healthy changes for our own good, not for our own detriment, and basically to act in the opposite direction of fear, okay? Because you're not doing this to come out worse than when you started, right? Always remember that. So remember, CLUCK. Confidence, love, understanding, and knowledge instead of fear. And if you don't like that acronym, just approach it from one that speaks to you. To me, again, it was always love. I really firmly believe in approaching anything from a place of love and light and positivity. And that is such a stronger, more high vibrational place than fear. Fear is very low vibe. Um, We'll talk about that that a little bit later. But okay, so now you might be saying to yourself, okay, well, how? How, Yasmin? Like, how exactly do I avoid fear when it feels like we live in a totally toxic world and I have to be afraid of everything and everything and everything around me, right? And in in my home, in my environment. No. Okay, just simply know. If you find yourself in this kind of mindset, it's best to, to step back and take a break. That's a sign you might be obsessing look at your tendencies. Is it possibly going down the path of OCD? I have been there before. Take a step back if you find yourself in a state of like fight or flight or panic, okay? Because that's when some of the fear-based tactics have have gotten to you. And it's really easy to get, you know, let that get under your skin. It's all the articles. It's all the TikToks. It's all the videos that you're seeing out there. All the buzzwords in the, the Facebook groups. I know. I have seen it. I have lived it. I have been through it. And let me just tell you, it doesn't help anything, okay? You don't need to harm yourself in the pursuit of healthy living, okay? Let me say that again. It doesn't need to be difficult for it to work. Sometimes we think that something meaningful has to be hard, but that is not the case, okay? Let's approach this from a place of love, Okay, confidence, love, understanding, and knowledge, right? And and just remind ourselves it doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be this big overwhelming process. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand what is involved in making change. I know it can be hard. I know that there's a lot of resistance. I know that there's a lot of, you know, research and things like that. But let's not harm ourselves. Let's not make it harder than it has to be. And let's not buy into the idea that we need to be afraid or that we need to be, you know, stressing ourselves out, right? Because what did we say at the beginning here? Stress itself is toxic. Okay. So one of the most common questions I get on this subject is people saying things like, help, I'm so overwhelmed with trying to cut the toxins from my life that I feel stuck and don't know what to do. I don't know what to buy. I don't know what to eat. I am stuck. So I'm going to share two major mindset tips with you today that are going to help you achieve your healthy living goals and not get overwhelmed, okay? So we're going to get out of the place of being stuck. I don't want you stuck. Let's set you up with the right mindset. Whether you're just starting out on your non-toxic living journey or you've been at this for a long time, feeling stuck and feeling afraid can, can creep up on you. Believe me, there's times where I stay up at night stressing about something. And that's not unusual, right? Like we all go through that. So Let's start with the right mindsets before we even talk about swapping out any products or making big changes. 
let's let's establish that mindset, okay? Because we're building a strong foundation here and that's what we're going to build upon. So tip number one is aim for progress, not perfection, okay? So first and foremost, I am giving you permission to not be perfect at this non-toxic living thing, okay? I don't want or expect you to strive for perfection. That's just not possible. It's one of the most surefire ways to fail and burn out. So we're not doing that, okay? And I want to tell you a little secret, okay, um, about non-toxic living. So again, I've been doing this for a long time. I have helped so many different moms along this journey. And let me tell you my secret. Um, not everyone will say this, but this is the absolute truth. The secret is that you will never get to 100% toxin-free living. You will never get to 100% avoidance of toxins or chemicals or contaminants or anything like that. None of us will ever achieve that. Not in the modern world that we live in. It's just not possible. So 100% toxin avoidance isn't the goal. The goal is to make progress and do better when and how you can. Okay, so we're going to do this in a very reasonable way, right? You don't have to go broke trying to go non-toxic and you don't have to jump in all at once. Okay, it's very easy to get like this non-toxic bug, you know, and, and just want to throw everything out and make all these drastic changes all at once. But rarely does that ever work out. Trust me, I have gone through so many different extremes, you know, extreme diets, extreme approaches, extreme this, extreme. It doesn't work out. Extreme approaches don't lead to anything other than extreme failure or burnout. Okay. And it's also not even really necessary. So unless, you know, like, unless you're dealing with a health crisis or something like that, it is okay to make gradual changes. And even in that case, you know, th there needs to be some practicality, some um, kind of a gentle approach for yourself. Because remember, stressing about toxins is toxic. And we don't want to create more stress in our bodies than, you know, we are already dealing with in our environment. It's like it just, you know, it's adding fuel to the fire. We don't want to do that. So um, the truth is you're better off just making gradual swaps and improvements and layering on those healthy habits one at a time than trying to go cold turkey and like totally overhaul your lifestyle or your families like overnight. If you want to get a ton of resistance from your husband or your partner, that's the way to do it is just to force it on everyone. Go cold turkey, do it overnight, go in this extreme approach and you will be met with so much resistance, right? That is not the way to do it. By the way, we'll talk about partners in another episode. But um, I think there's a couple of ways to approach this. These are two kind of reasonable, make sense approaches that I like to recommend. So number one is start slow, okay? Make small swaps, add on healthy lifestyle changes as you go, okay? So for example, like if you're just getting started, you can start making healthy changes as you run out of things. Like, did you just run out of shampoo? Great. This is the perfect time to try one of the clean brands I recommend. And you can look at the master list of non-toxic products on my website. I will link to it in the show notes and pick a shampoo that looks good to you. That's a good way to do it because you're not walking around your house and say, I'm going to throw out all of my shampoo right now. I'm going to run to the store and I'm going to stand there reading all these labels, try to figure out what the best shampoo is for me because I can't use this anymore. No, you've probably used that shampoo for eight years. 
right? Using it for another week or whatever is not going to make a tremendous difference. And you can go slowly like this. So as you are starting to run out of products, you can replace them with cleaner products. And the non-toxic master list has like a ton of different products in different categories. So that is a great resource. And it also links to other resources on the site. So I really, really like that. So you could go, for example, and say, okay, I'm about to run out of my shampoo in like two days. Go to the master list, check out the brands I recommend, the brands I vetted, and try that shampoo. And there you go. We just made a healthy swap and it was pretty painless, right? That's one way to approach it. Another way to approach this is kind of the same way that you would approach like decluttering your home, right? You might start with a drawer or something, for example, or like you might do it in zones, okay? So for example, you could start with a small category like oral care or laundry or even just stain removal and then move on to something else. Showering essentials. I need a new body wash, shampoo, and conditioner and I will purchase these all together. You could do something else, like you could do bedding, you could do like, you know, kids drinkware, something like that. Go in categories. Do this with intention, okay? That is the point, to be intentional about it and have a plan, okay? So I will help you with that. Each week, we'll be layering on more steps in this process. But really, the truth is, to set yourself up for success, you need to have a plan. You want to do this intentionally and you don't want to aim for perfection. It's just not possible. So don't even waste time trying. That's what I recommend. Tip number two is about how to commit to this lifestyle for the long haul. But first, I want to share three products I've been loving lately in a new segment I'm calling Loving Lately. Maybe we can play some music here. Um, Okay, so these are three products I've been loving lately. Uh, The first one is called Active Skin Repair Kids. Uh, This is really good for like you know, skin issues like cuts, scrapes, um, bug bites, sunburns. Anytime there's like a skin irritation or something like that, I just started using this because my youngest had a little scratch on his cheek and I don't know where it came from, but I didn't want it to scar. So I have just been applying this um, to his skin. It's very gentle. It doesn't sting, it doesn't itch, nothing. It kind of just sprays like water. It's very gentle and subtle. And um, I have a 10% off code I will link to Uh, and include that information in the show notes page. Uh, Number two is My Little Biomes Gentlest Baby Shampoo and Body Wash. This product is something that I helped formulate and I not only use it for my kids, even though they're not babies anymore, um, I use it for myself too. It's a really good body wash. Um, What I love is that it contains like so many of the ingredients that I just wanted to see in a baby shampoo. It's gentle and it's hydrating. So my youngest had eczema, and he really inspired so many of the products that I've created at Biomology and at Little Biomes. And I really struggled to find a nourishing and hydrating baby shampoo. So I love how nourishing this product is. And that's why I use it for myself too. So um, this bottle I literally just grabbed from the shower, the kids shower. So I highly recommend it. I will also link to this product um, on the show notes. And then product number three is the Casa All Natural Magnesium Cream. So magnesium is just an essential mineral. It's required in 600 or more functions in the body. And it's really easy to be deficient in magnesium. So I like to um, use magnesium in a number of different ways. I use a magnesium oil um, from my brand, Biomology. And then I've also been using this magnesium cream 
because I find that it's really great um, before bed and it also has been kind of calming some of my, you know, I don't want to say restless legs, but my tired legs at night. Um, so this has been a really great product for me. It contains, let's see, shea butter, uh, magnesium oil, and then some essential oils, but it has a really subtle smell, so it doesn't overpower you. Like, let's say you wanted to use this before bed, you wouldn't feel like you, you know, you're smelling all of these fragrances. It is very subtle. It almost has no fragrance at all. So um, that's Rocasa Magnesium Cream, super great product. I would use this, you know, for sleep. I would use it for pregnancy. It is just a clean, well-made product that can um, have so many different uses. Okay, so that's loving lately. Um, let's get back to um, how to not be overwhelmed as you go after your healthy living goals. So. Tip number one was progress, not perfection. And tip number two is to commit for the long haul. Look at this as a long-term project. It's not a short-term thing. Like I said, you don't want to just try to do this overnight and then think that you're done with non-toxic living and you are good to go. That's not what we're doing here at all. This is something I want you to commit to for the long haul. And as I said earlier, it's really easy to get overwhelmed, right? It's easy to want to quit. Or it's also really easy to dive down that non-toxic rabbit hole, right? But that's not healthy either. So um, it is about that progress that we talked about in tip number one. But I also want us both to commit to making progress and living that healthy lifestyle for the long haul. We're not just doing this for a short period of time, right? Making healthy choices and sticking to them is something so worthy. It's a worthy effort, something that you can do for yourself something that you can model for your kids, something that you can even model for the people in your life that are just going to look to you and say, wow, what a great role model. I love how healthy she is. I love that she makes her own green juice, or I love that she doesn't drink soda at lunch with us. Um, so it, it really is about a lifestyle, right? Something we're going to commit to. So I have a funny story. When I was younger, I used to go to the gym almost every day but I didn't even like working out. It was just something I felt that I had to do. And I remember one day I was on the Stairmaster and I was thinking to myself, wow, how on earth am I going to work out every single day for the rest of my life? Like, that's insane. And I, I had this realization that like, this is something I needed to do for the rest of my life is coming to the gym and working out. And that thought really overwhelmed me. At the same time, I hadn't been going to the gym regularly. I was basically just taking it one day at a time. And spoiler alert, I don't go to the gym every day anymore. <laughs> that didn't happen. But it was a really sweet thought, right? But it reminds me of that Chinese proverb that the journey of a thousand miles begins with one single step. And then at a certain point, you just keep putting one foot in front of the other and you continue. And then at some point, you're going to look back and realize how far you've gone, right? And it's kind of amazing. And this can apply to so many different things, but it also applies to healthy living. You might start making one swap today and then add on other changes. And then it's just like this snowball effect. Okay, like today, maybe you didn't drink the soda that you usually drink at lunch with your mother-in-law, right? That's a great step, right? And then tomorrow, maybe you'll make the decision to try switching to a natural deodorant. And that's really how you commit to this for the long haul. It's it's not about those extreme approaches. It's not about like, you know, living in fear and wondering if you can even touch something. No, it's really about being in control of the choices that you're making 
and having a good healthy mindset about it that allows you to commit for the long haul. So a couple other tips um, I will just share in support of this long haul mentality. Number one, I would say cut out some of the noise so you don't get so overwhelmed. Um, There's a lot of information out there, especially on social media. And if your social media feed is all about non-toxic living, first of all, the algorithms are going to show you more about non-toxic living. They're going to show you more. Like if you literally like all of the fear-based content, they're going to show you more of the fear-based content. That is literally how the algorithm works. And funny enough, that's how the world works too. But um, again, we'll, we'll get to all of that uh, in a different episode. So what I was saying is that there's a lot of information out there and some of it's accurate and some of it isn't. Some of it is positive and some of it isn't. Some of the videos and things I see are like purely playing on your fears and worries, especially as a parent. So my advice is if you ever find something or someone that just makes you feel bad or anxious or kind of gets under your skin on this subject, or any subject at all, just unfollow or just put the phone down. Um, Fear is not necessary in this process. We already went over our why, right? In episode number two, if you find yourself drawn to fear, go back to that episode and follow the exercises they gave you on how to determine your why, your reason for doing this, because that is going to be so much stronger than any kind of short-term, temporary, fear-based information and marketing, okay? And then number two, is the 80-20 rule. I have always lived by this. This is the only way that I can keep my sanity in this process. So uh, the 80-20 rule is also called the Pareto Principle. And I found out it apparently goes back to the early 1900s when a guy named Vilfredo Pareto discovered that 80% of the land in Italy was owned by 20% of the people. So that's what the 80-20 reflects. And this, this concept is like genius in business. So for example, 20% 20% of your customers in your, you know, yogurt shop or in your business might be responsible for 80% of your sales. Now, the yogurt shop example is bad, but like, let's say you run an online business or something, those 20% of your best customers are going to be responsible for the bulk of your revenue. Or they might also be on the flip side, responsible for 20, 80% of your customer service questions. Okay, but that's not the point. In, in health and wellness, we use this principle differently and we kind of flip it where we focus on the 80% of the things that are within our control and we leave the other 20% on the table knowing that we can't fully strive for perfection. Remember that part? Okay, so for me, here's some of what's in my 20%. Please don't judge. Number one, I get burgers from five guys. Number two, I get burgers from In-N-Out. I ate it In-N-Out last week. I work out at a gym that has a heavy fragrance in the hallway and in parts of the locker room. But working out there is so much better for me than worrying about that fragrance um, that, you know, it's just, it's a non-issue for me. I do hold my breath when I smell it, but, um, you know, I try not to worry too much about it. Speaking of the gym, every once in a while, I forget my body wash and I have to use their body wash in the shower. And my kids wear more polyester than I would like them to. But they're athletes, and it's really hard to fully avoid that. Um, do not worry. We'll talk about polyester in a future episode. Um, they also occasionally drink Gatorade and body armor at birthday parties. And while it stresses me out, I am okay with that very occasionally. I'm not a fan of those drinks, but it's part of my 20%. And it's part of their 20%. And they are so good about really trying to live well and eat healthy that they also know that it's okay, you know, to have things in moderation. So the point of me saying all this is that 
like one, I'm not perfect and I'm at peace with my 20% or I try to be. And I feel like it was hard for me to come up with those examples. So to me, that tells me I'm doing pretty well right now, or I'm just not thinking about that 20%. I'm not ruminating on that 20% because I'm focused on the 80% of stuff that is within my control. Um, and that's that's how I can really be consistent and successful in this this kind of lifestyle. Now for you, your 80-20 might be actually 70-30. It might even be 60-40 in the beginning or 50-50. And it might be 90-10, depending on your circumstances. So you do you. You do what you can or what you feel good with, and then just make improvements as you can go along. So like, even if you're a 60-40 right now, you might inch your way up to 70-30. And then you're going to look back one day and you're going to marvel at your progress. It's really amazing. So finally, remember that you are doing this for the betterment of yourself and your family. And so cut the noise on all that fear. Okay, remember clock, confidence, love, understanding and knowledge and always come from there. And then finally, give yourself grace. You're not perfect. I'm not perfect. I even, okay, I didn't want to say this, but I have an antibacterial sponge downstairs in my kitchen sink right now because I ran out of my other sponge. I need to change that out. But the point is, there is no reason to try to be perfect. We're just not going there. So Stay in the happy zone and remember that stressing about toxins is counterproductive. It is toxic in and of itself. So let's summarize what we talked about in today's episode. Number one, if you find yourself ever overwhelmed with non-toxic living or you find yourself really drawn to all of the fear, just take a step back and start again when you're feeling better. Number two, instead of that fear-based approach, remember cluck, right? confidence, love, understanding, and knowledge. These are going to be your antidotes to fear. And if you don't love cluck, just focus on love. You can never go wrong with coming from a place of love. And then I shared two of my final mindset tips for not getting overwhelmed and how to basically succeed in non-toxic living. Number one is aim for progress, not perfection. Don't jump in head first. Don't try to do this all overnight. That is not the way to set yourself up for lasting success. Instead, go slowly and make intentional changes and go either one area at a time, one category at a time, or simply swap things out as they run out. And then number two was commit for the long haul. Don't just try to do this overnight and think that you're done. Instead, remember the 80-20 rule and try to live by that, whether your 80-20 is 70-30 or you know, 60, 40, whatever it is, just focus on the things that are within your control, the 80% of the things that are within your control and be at peace with the other 20 or 30 or 40. So your goal for today, Mama, is to give yourself permission to not be perfect in this process. So say this with me. I am giving myself permission to not live in fear, to not strive for perfection, and to not micromanage every single little thing. Let's say that one more time. I am giving myself permission to not live in fear, to not strive for perfection, and to not micromanage every single little thing. Now, we're going to get into some heavy lifting later on. We're going to make some changes. We're going to make some swaths. But for now, this is tremendously important. And you should be so proud of yourself. This is a big step. And you are doing great things. Congratulations. I will see you next week. If you know another mom who can benefit from today's episode, please help me share this episode with her. And if you want to keep up with more credible tips, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of the good information. 
To become part of our community, go to gentlenursery.com slash podcast for more information. I will see you on the next episode, Mama. You are amazing.